Living Heritage Goes to Market. This episode is part of a series showcasing the people and stories of the St. John's Farmer's Market, from farmers to craft and food vendors, and more. Hello and welcome to Living Heritage, a show about people who are engaged in the heritage and culture sector, all those who keep heritage alive at the community level. I'm Dale Jarvis, and today I'm talking with Ann Connors, the Executive Director of the St. John's Farmer's Market. Previously, Anne was the general manager of the Resource Center of the Arts at the LSPU Hall here in St. John's, and was also the manager for the High Performance Rodeo in Calgary, and oversaw the farmer's market's transition from the Lions Club Chalet to its new home, the former Metrobus Garage on Freshwater Road. This new market space is not only much larger, it also features more vendors, a coffee shop, a commercial kitchen, and a community room. On July 21st, we had the grand opening of the market in their new location. It's my great pleasure to welcome a probably exhausted but euphoric Ann Connors here to the CHMR studio. Ann, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I want to jump right in and say, tell me about the opening. I see the pictures were uh, off the hook. There's How many people came through? We estimate well over 10,000 people on Saturday. <laughs> it was on wheels, so yeah. they say. It was absolutely on wheels. The doors opened. We did, had a ribbon-cutting ceremony with our uh, because it was uh, the building was uh, uh, built or made possible through monies from the federal uh, government, provincial, and, and the city of St. John's. So we had a ribbon-cutting ribbon ceremony yeah. to... Uh, to celebrate that, and then we opened the doors, and I, I I don't know how many people just were waiting to get in, and that didn't stop. It didn't, this it didn't stop until about two o'clock in the afternoon. It started to, you know, calm down a little <laughs> bit, but it was still a good thousand or more in the building. Yeah. At, at that point as well. It's it was a, it was incredible. Uh, people were posting pictures on Facebook, on social media, and it was just like standing room only at the farmer's market. Like it was it was incredible. If you could find a room to stand, you could have <laughs> it. It was pretty great. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty great. And what was the what was the reaction from the vendors? Every vendor that I spoke with, which were just about all of them, I think would tell you that it was their best day ever. In right. all their history at the market, it was their best sales day ever. We had, as you know, we also continued on Sunday with the community, an open house. So yeah. it was a community celebration. We had some entertainment going and opportunities for people to tour the vendor without the vendor's boots in there, back to a blank slate of the 14,000 yep. square feet. You had, but, all those, uh, <laughs> you had all those people come in to see the who were coming in on the part the party day. Yeah, on the party day, but but on the day, oh yeah, and we would, many of our vendors had arranged to bring food in that day, so we could have they could have their vendors uh, tables open on the Sunday, and they completely sold out on Saturday. There wasn't a chickpea. <laughs> 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 there was not a chickpea. So it was pretty great. Was pretty That's amazing. So now, yeah. uh, it, it, people who who might be listening from outside of St. John's, um, the the tr the the change in the venues is dramatic. You know, the Huge. the difference between the two venues is quite incredible. So, uh, describe the old Lions Club Chalet. Like, uh, how many? How how big was the space, and how many the people? The space was about twenty five hundred square feet. Yeah. Uh, it could fit in, we could fit in, I think, 200 people at a time, and that would probably get a little crowded. 
Many, many of the vendors were outside. Yeah. Uh, and we may have had maybe 30 tables inside the space. Uh, and that was pretty crowded every Saturday. So we've gone from that to 14,000 square feet, about maybe 10,000 square feet of vendor space on the inside. Yeah. Uh, and 60 stalls inside, maybe, something yeah. like that. So you've got basically like five times the space. And F- twice five times, the and now our capacity is 950 at any given time. So we've, we've, got, we've grown. <laughs> What's that percentage, Dale? I don't know my math. That's not, We're not I'm not this a math morning, major, you know, no. you know. It's, it's <laughs> off the rails, right? It's, yeah. it's, I described it uh, to the telegram as... Um, the line chalet was Venus, and the uh, the um, new community market is Mars, <laughs> or of. Jupiter, or, or Jupiter. <laughs> it's even What's larger. What's the biggest one? Yeah, yeah Jupiter. Jupiter. It's yeah, Jupiter. It's, yeah, it's it is remarkable. Now we got a we had a chance to go through and see the space mm-hmm. before before the the vendors had gone in, or, or before the before the first official market. And it is a beautiful space, and it is the old Metro bus uh, terminal. So you have this gorgeous kind of bank of big uh, garage doors, mm-hmm. windows. You know, so it's brighter and more open and uh, and there is now a proper electrical and water for some of the hot food vendors and it was built it, the design and the construction of it was really built with a couple of things in mind first as a market and for uh, to be able to provide all the resources that the vendors need so electrical at every station um, wheelchair accessible mm-hmm. flat floors, yeah. no stairways because so you can move things in, in and out. Huge storage rooms so we can strike all the vendor stalls and just move them aside, strike everything they have and put them in a storage room. Yeah, and and bring it back to to that blank slate again after every market. Um, gender neutral washrooms. We have now we have eleven washrooms <laughs> compared to the one that we had at at the line chalet. Yeah. you know, uh, and uh, a community room, great little community room, and that that's that's for the public use as well. But it's also a home for the vendors. You know what kind of workshops we can have with vendors, mm-hmm. what things they need, uh, the business development uh, BDC. Uh, is uh, hosting, for instance, a series of monthly workshops for our vendors. So things like starting a small business or taxation or all those kinds of things that they need to need as well, yeah. uh, need to uh, learn professional development opportunities for them. Yeah. So that community space begins becomes something else. It also becomes a gathering place or home for the vendors yeah. as well. And a chance for us to get together as a cooperative and as a community more often because you would come into the chalet we were renting it they would strike their stuff and go home and we wouldn't see they wouldn't see each other from week to week but now there's an opportunity for them to come by more often and you know call a meeting or or have some sort of social yeah uh, aspect in a home that they that belongs to them. Yeah, you know, you know, we've we've talked on this program before about the um, the craft plantation mm-hmm. down in Kitty Vitty, and and part of that plantation model is that it, it it provides an opportunity for people who are kind of new to their field to develop their skills and develop their business uh, acumen and their mm-hmm. business knowledge. You know, and it's it's interesting that the the market is now kind of doing that as well. You know, that there is an opportunity for 
for vendors who are starting out to, to really kind of learn the ropes of running a business. And, and a lot of the vendors are young, mm-hmm. and, and quite a few of the vendors are new Canadian, you know, so this is yep. like their, their introduction to business in Canada, which is a really fabulous thing. You know, it, it builds entrepreneurship in our yep. community. Um, all good things. All fabulous things. Yeah. All incredible things. I remember when I first came home, my first day at the market. Not that I, I always would come to the market every time I came home. But when I came home to take on this role uh, and spent more time at the market, I was really struck by how the vendors and the youth, how many young people were really committed to harvesting and producing and... and uh, Finding ways of that sustainable model for for uh, for uh, food production here yeah. in, in the province. I was really struck by some of these kids were just fifteen and sixteen years old and 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 taking over their family uh, farms and or and finding new ways in terms of hydroponics and all that kind of that kind of new way of of uh, because not just carrots anymore. You know, right? Yeah. It's, not it's not just, just carrots, carrots and anymore. Kale. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all kinds uh, of there's things, a yeah. there's a quite a diverse um, cross section of, of food being produced yeah. here in the province. So who who are some of your vendors? <coughs> oh well, I mean, uh, that's a, I know you have a lot of it's them. It's a long list. We'll start with the farmers. I mean, for everyone from uh, uh, Murray's Murray's Meadows to Lester's to um, Mount Sayo to um, uh, Coats Farms. So you and know, so some of them are pretty historic, pretty established yeah. businesses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then we have a whole array of hot food vendors, from the Waffle Lady to uh, Happy Camper Crepes to Fatima's Kitchen to um, to the Jewish Deli. You know, to uh, all my cheeses. You know, all <laughs> kinds of great. Uh, gra- re- again, a real cross section of food selection for you to for you to dive into as well. And then uh, we also have craft vendors yeah. because that's important as well. Yeah. And uh, gosh, uh, let me remember the soaps and yeah. vinegars and jam lady and you know all kinds of we could, just, we could go on and yeah. on yeah and and hopefully the idea is that we want to have some of those vendors come on the show and talk about their skills um, yeah, and, and traditions yeah. and whatnot yeah. is, is there do you try to maintain a balance between food and craft uh, is there a certain There's, uh, vision you know, for that we're working it out as we go along as we go into the new venue we see some challenges There's, you know there are a few challenges as well the farmers are the number one priority. They will always be the priority for them. It's the yeah. St. John's Farmers Market Cooperative. And to produce locally and grow lo- locally and harvest, that is, that is the, the priority, certainly. Um, and then, yeah, we, we'd like to be able to, and some of our food, in particular our hot food vendors, are real anchors there. Yeah. You know, so how we how we how we um, how we figure out where everyone goes? Yeah. Uh, we I just did I just did four days of a craft jury with people who had submitted who want to be part of the market, and there were forty or more craft vendors. Now, obviously, we don't have the space for forty craft vendors, right? So hopefully we'll be able to move it around. And now that we have two nights instead of right. two this days is instead the, of this one, is the other thing, yeah. it opens up that opportunity because not all of our uh, vendors will be um, able to produce enough to uh, have two markets a week. So we will have some spaces in between. So you're going to be opening on Wednesdays from when to when? From 2 to 8. 
Two to eight. Two to eight. Yeah. Our hope is that uh, we're trying all kinds of new things, or we're hoping to try all new things. So just hoping the venue, so we haven't got quite got there yet. <laughs> but, you know, the vision of it, and certainly what we're thinking about and talking about, a couple of things, is that uh, people who purchase, and there's so many of our restaurants really, right, really yeah. uh, cling to or really... Uh, Hold that um, local products and uh, the hundred mile kind of diet, uh, yeah, of, of uh, what they cook and what yeah. they um, what they want to serve in their own restaurants. So many of our restaurateurs are actually clients of many of our farmers and food vendors already. So maybe provide an opportunity for the Wednesday to be a kind of industry day as well for that for. Um, those people who run restaurants and cook that food to come mm-hmm. in and pick up their produce on a Wednesday. Yeah, you know. Uh, so there's that. We wanted to look at. Uh, we wanted to look at um, a, a, a distribution model, if we can. We're looking at that again. Not there yet, but we're looking at. You know, people who just can't get out of their house, but you know, people who um, uh, find that difficult. Uh, that we would actually give us your order or through a distribution company and we'll pick up your vegetables for the week and deliver it to you. Or we'll have it ready for you all boxed up and you can just come to the market and pick up your box of food. (coughs) So exploring all kinds of ideas. Because that is is really a growing uh, potential market. Like we see a lot more of that, like ordering food online. Yeah, the fresh coal and and stuff like that. Exactly. And and I think, you know, people I know, I know people locally who are, who are ordering, you know, foodstuffs online, and it's being shipped in from somewhere on the mainland. It's coming in by courier, you know. And if we could start to build some of that, that then, you know, helps grow that industry here. And and it's fresher local food, you know, which is nice. Yeah, so we're thinking about all kinds of ideas like that. And actually, maybe including recipes, you know. How many times do you go to the supermarket and pick up something a little strange? I'd buy that, but I don't know how to cook it. What do I do with kohlrabi or whatever? What do I do with that? So actually providing some sort of um, uh, recipe or, or way, you know, here's ways, here's what you can do with yeah. this. Yeah. There really has been a shift in the province um, in terms of knowledge around uh, local food and food security. You know, I've seen a real shift in the last 10 years even, you know, certainly over the last 20 years, but in the last 10 years, just about what people are looking for and what people are eating. I, I really think the farmer's market has been a, a kind of a key part of I that. Like, so. I think you're right. There was a time <laughs> when there wasn't, and not that long ago, that yeah. there wasn't a farmer's market in St. John's. And there were, there were little markets like at Churchill Square or, you know, you could find some fresh produce. But there really has been a shift and a growing demand, I think. People are now now expect, you know, I live in this city that, that should have this as a service. Well, let's just tell it like it is. Fresh local food tastes better. <laughs> it just simply yeah. tastes better. And even, you know, I'm of the vintage where, where, you know, I remember when they were sitting on the side of the road selling their produce. And even for me and my mom, right, uh, back in the day when, you know, money was super tight and it was big families and, and uh, she would try to get her veggies low. You know, that yeah. Jake's dinner was still tasted better when we, she bought the vegetables from the truck locally um, because it's just a reality. It tastes better and it lasts longer. 
Right. You know, the shelf life of your vegetables lasts yeah. much longer when you buy it like that. So I, I have a question about your your audience. The the market's market, I, I, I suspect, is is shifting. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, I, I think when it was at the Lions, uh, when it was at the Lions Club, it, it was a lot of those kind of. Downtown NDP, you know, supporting left leaning you know, people like us, you know, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm curious, like now that you're in this new space, like people who were coming out to the opening, were they were they people who had never been to the farmers market before? There was a great mix. Yeah, uh, more that had never been to the market than who are the regular clientele of the right. market. I would suggest to you. Yeah. I had so many vendors say to me, "I never, I didn't know anybody who came by I, uh, my my stall on," which is a good thing because they sold to a, a completely different clientele. So that was great. There yeah. were a lot of new faces in that ten thousand on Saturday. I'll, t- I'll tell you a story that we were we were out of town on the weekend, so I missed the the grand opening. Wrote in Clark's Beach. And um, I think it was the Sunday we were talking to our neighbor. She she had she pulled up and we were, were out in the garden. We were chatting with her, and she had had a kind of a girls' day out on the Saturday. Had gone in with a bunch of her lady friends into town, and she was just telling us what she did. And she said, "Oh, and we went to the new farmers market." <laughs> and like yeah. this is not someone who I normally would have thought to be a farmers market goer, but had very clearly heard about the opening. And decided that on on their girls' day out, that was the thing that they were going to do was to go to the market. And she's like, "Oh my god, it was amazing!" You it's know, it's fantastic. You yeah. know, I don't know. I think it's a jewel <clears throat> in the city. I, I truly do believe that. And I think that no matter where you go to get your stuff, your weekly stuff, or what your life is, the fact that it exists is really <laughs> important. Yeah. And people can celebrate that whether they go. You know, we had we'll, we'll iron out these issues, but of course. We had 10,000 people go through, and we have lots of parking available. You know, we have CRA parking lot and Turnover Road parking lot. Still, that's a lot for, for you know, maybe 1,000 people at a time looking for a parking yeah. spot. And uh, we got a couple of, you know, messages from our neighbors, and thank you, neighbors, uh, who said things like, people are parking in our driveway. <laughs> But congratulations on your opening. That's truly, there wasn't one angry message when they could have been angry. It was kind of, yeah, we're really happy you're here, but we have to fix this little problem. It was quite quite lovely. Yeah, I knew knew someone who had parked fairly far away, and they were commenting on how much, how many cars were kind of lined up, and... And I had said, "Oh, you know, behind the revenue agency building, yeah. I was parking there." And they're like, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't know yeah, that." We'll so there's obviously little, out. little yeah, technical things, a few little things to work out. Right. Yeah. So if you're coming, there is parking. There you just is nowhere, parking. Nowhere there to is park parking. Yeah. And that is, and that's something that also didn't really exist at the Lions Club. No. If something was happening at the Curling Club next door, for example, mm-hmm. there was no parking there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so it is a really, it's it's a, a big change. One of the little stories that you told me I wanted to ask you about was about your the vendors' tables, uh, oh, the little the folding tables that you can kind of move away at the end of the day. There was a great little story about the partnership that you built with so, that. Well, it was a part. It was supported by Husky Energy, which we're really grateful for. So the financial support came from Husky. We partnered with uh, Business and Arts NL. We partnered with the Tool Library, St. John's Tool Library, with the Rabbitown Community Association, and with us. And what we wanted to make sure was that we're living in this new community of Rabbit Town, 
and how we really engage with our community and give them a sense of ownership as well of this building that we're now parking across your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So um, uh, we hired a professional um, carpenter who was amazing, John Duchesne, uh and business of, and the arts and L took care of that part. Um, we um, the two library. We bought some. We bought the equipment that we need that now lives in the two library for other people to use. And we partnered with the Rabbit Town Community Association, Lily Lush, and we found fifteen of the most incredible youth in the area. I can't say enough good things about them. They were just, they were rock stars, every one of them. And we built, um, we built, we ended up building 26 of these tables, which are completely collapsible. Uh, and uh, our vendors, I think they, everyone who wanted one got one. We may have to go in the future and build a few more. Uh, and um, they worked for, we had three weeks, which we thought was tight by the time we got the keys to the building and opening. They managed to finish these in two weeks. They were just, a work ethic was extraordinary. If any of them is looking for a job, <laughs> here is their reference. <laughs> if you see their name on a resume with this project, just hire them. Yeah. They were incredible. And they finished up in time that they actually went out, and it was Pride Week, of course, an opening, so um, they painted the rainbow outside the building oh, for great. us as well, so yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about the tool library. Um, one of your other partners with the, the market is the, the public library system, yeah. who are going to have a space, or do, who do Permanent have a space. Booth. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a, little bit, a little bit about well, that partnership. they've set up, they have, uh, they have a collection there of... of uh, books and it's really geared towards kids so we'll have readers come in on certain days uh, we, we have them inside we may move them outside on warm days but the there idea is that they I guess they'll focus on on uh, kids books and kids authors and mm-hmm. and uh, a little play space you know there for the kids to hang out and and uh, um, yeah, and you can go as an adult and, and get a get a library card. If you don't you have can. a library card, you can you sign can. up right Thank at the market. You. Yeah, which yeah. is a great little service. Yeah, I'm always encouraging people to use our public libraries. You know, it's pretty great. They yeah. had fun. They had fun on. Sale yeah, that's good. For sure. Uh, one of the other new things that is there, kind of new, I guess, or expanded, is the the cafe area. We have so I think we had eight chairs at. <laughs> I remember fighting for a seat at the fighting old farmer's market. Yeah, We now have, I think we can seat about 150 in the cafe. Uh, and uh, we have the, and this, the cafe is run by the market. So it's a source of revenue for the cooperative. Uh, so we did smashingly well on, um, on opening day, we made as much in one day that we generally make in a month wow. in the Lions Club. So that was a really good sign. And given that there's no real cafe in the in that area, yeah. area, and where you know we have lots of neighbors like CRA employees and the city employees that live in the same building, really next to us, and lots of neighbors around there, you know, we we may consider opening, expanding on that cafe idea and opening every day. We'll certainly be open every market day, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to the Wednesday nights because I can come after work and get 
some food and well, sit this in the is cafe. It. The city employees and CRA employees said, oh, you'll be open. Like, well, the vendors, yeah, the vendors will be here. Come over, have a late lunch, right? Right, yeah. And come and have a late lunch. On. So we'll see. We'll test those waters as, as we go. But I think certainly the potential is there. Yeah. And we can't forget, I think the other thing about the building is is that it's a whole new space. It's a community space. And when it was built by the city and the province, uh, and the feds, everybody really wanted to ensure that there was another much needed space for um, that can be animated and activated yeah. in the city because we do have a shortage of performance spaces or workshop spaces or and I got to tell you, you know, my inbox is full oh, at the I moment. Can imagine, just yeah. yeah, people really want to utilize that space, which is great. So I'm really open to ideas. Mm-hmm. I encourage ideas. Come and see me. And, and and you've said this, but just to just to reiterate it, you, you know, your old space was something that you kind of rented and went in on the day. But this is this is twenty four seven. This is the this is the market space now. Yeah, like it's a permanent yeah. home. You do the markets on Wednesdays from two to eight, and then on Saturdays from when to when. Uh, nine to four. Nine to four, and then you have those, uh, you know, five other days of the week that you're going I'm to be... make it four, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> you might want a day off. Maybe I don't know if you're allowed. See, right? yeah. <laughs> but you do have other days of the week yeah. now that you that you will kind of need to uh, fill up with programming and. Well, we want to. You want we to, want yeah. the community to embrace it. We want the community, and they're they're coming out. I you can know, imagine, I mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, with uh, Storytellers Association, the Writers Alliance of Newfoundland and Labrador, um, um, Dance Up yeah. is looking for it, wants a new home. So all of these things will happen, and we're really, really open to whatever ideas. One of the reasons I think that uh, I did the, the entertainment on Sunday was I wanted to give people a sense of what the venue can the actually do. Yeah. And what they, it, astonishingly, the acoustics ain't bad, you know, in this <laughs> 10,000 square feet. It's pretty great. And it, it can be partitioned off as well. So the, it's a really flexible space in terms of what uh, there's a 50 seat workshop room and there's a there's the cafe can be used for one thing we'll have a stage um and then the outside spaces so there's lots of potential for uh the mon the mon orchestra is doing a 60 member um orchestra piece in november great and i'm just jumping in i i just want to say this i i'm really excited that um, we'll do, we're looking at using the market, st- or I would love to have a market stage is one of the things I would really like to do. Yeah. And um, I booked our first sort of outside the province concert to come in to St. John's, which is a queer songbooks orchestra. And they're touring across the country, and it's 15 uh, members from various parts, mostly from Toronto, that have taken um, a kind of slate of music, popular music, uh, and examined it through a queer lens. So they're all um, gay or allied musicians. Uh, And everywhere they travel, they invite local 
local people to join them on stage as narrators. It's an incredible concert that I presented at the rodeo in Calgary mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and so that'll be our first. Big and when are they? When are they coming in? October. Well, we would love to have someone from them come in on our show. Uh, and I have would a chat. love for you guys. Yeah, okay. they're pretty, pretty great. great. It's, a, it's an incredible project. So we're coming close to the end of our show. If people want information about the farmers market, where can they go? How do they get into our brand new, spanking new website? We're all we're all shined up and pretty and. Um, um, at www.sjfm.ca and you'll find the vendors list are posted every week there's information on every single one of our vendors where they're to when they're not at the market how you can pay um, all all the information you need where you can park if you can bring your kids and your dogs and all that you, stuff you even, there. even have your own ATM now. We even have our own ATM, which <laughs> you know, which time. is great, big yeah. time. We're in the big times. <laughs> we both and you're you're all over social media too. I know you have a Twitter account and various yeah. things, Facebook, so people can find you there as well. Yeah, I know it's it's impossible to ask someone who their favorite child is, but what's your what's your favorite thing to eat from the market? Do you have something that you oh. what's your what's your guilty pleasure? I know. I love saying that as much as I love eating it. And, you know, I love them all. I love them all. I know. You You know, I bring home, I buy Jewish deli. Mustard is the bomb. Best mac and cheese you'll ever make with their spicy mustard, by the way. Uh, I love them all. But, you know, I I do have, you know, that that hard cheddar and blueberry jam is kind of fabulous. Thanks, Anne. We'll see you at the market. I'm Dale Jarvis. You've been listening to Living Heritage, a production of CHMR Radio 93.5 in collaboration with the Intangible Cultural Heritage Office of the Heritage Foundation of Newfoundland and Labrador. Find us online at ichblog.ca or on iTunes. Our Heritage Broadcast Assistant is Natalie Dignam in partnership with the Conservation Corps Newfoundland and Labrador ECHO Program. We would love to know what you think of the show. If you have a question or a suggestion for a future program, leave us a comment on the Living Heritage Podcast Facebook page, email livingheritagepodcast at gmail.com, or tweet us at HFNLCA. Thanks for listening.